Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the BB Vantage Podcast. Our fantastic co-host, Mr. V, just completed two beautiful sets of the first ever Capcom Monster Hunter drop on BB, and these animated dragons look amazing. So he tells us the journey he went through to get the four collectibles. All of them have the same mint, by the way, the troubles he faced, and some insights on how you can get big offers from VV Wales and Specimen Collectors if you're lucky enough to land a very, very nice mint from a drop. I'm interested in talking about the, the market action okay. that's been going on. There have been a lot of items that have been selling out like all of a sudden when there's that when there were still like 500 to 1,000 plus items still left in the store. And yeah, and all of a sudden, like in a matter of a few hours, they sell out. It's it's really shocking to see, especially because of the the lack of interest in these store items. Right. I've I've been hearing in spaces, and I've been reading some tweets about, oh, you know, this character has one rarity for the FA, and then this character has three rarities for the FA, and and things along those lines. And and then there's also the discussion of animation versus not non-animated collectibles. Wow, <laughs> it, it's you know it's cool. People, it's it's a it's a guessing game right now. Yeah, but you know people are at least people are talking and and spark and trying to spark some conversations. Anyways, um, about the market activity, I think because and this is just like my from the outsider looking in. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of it had to do with people targeting items that are in 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 this case we're talking about collectibles not not necessarily the comics but the collectibles that have one rarity and that are also animated so for example we had the Hulk right the FA Hulk there was 4444 editions and I believe that there was just over 500 or so left in the store just like three, three, four days ago. And I remember I was super tired uh, that one evening and I went ahead and uh, tried my luck and bought like three or four Hulks from the store. Let me, uh, let me give people a disclaimer because we're probably going to publish this episode maybe the first week of June. So, Hulk probably sold out on May 30th or May 31st, but go on. So I, I, I pulled the lever, you know, and got some terrible mints of the Hulk. And so <laughs> the floor was maybe 15 or 20 gems under retail. And I just floored them uh, just to get rid of them because I, I don't like having random mints in my my collection if I can help it. So I was just like, whatever. I'd rather just get those gems back, whatever gems I could get back and see what else I could do with them. And I go to sleep pretty early. And it's sold out, right? It's sold out. Like there was like 500 (laughs) or, and then like three or four hours, I woke up probably around midnight or 1am because I I, I just wake up like a couple times every night in the middle of the night. Mostly for Vivi only for that <laughs> um, and and i uh i checked the group chat and i saw like a bunch of messages like like 
several several messages about hulk and i was like what are these people talking about because i knew because i was <laughs> just looking at it and i just messed around with it and then i go back to the store and i see it sold out and then the floor shot up from like 40 42 gems to 80 85 yeah like the fall double which is wild yeah i was i was super surprised and so pissed off yeah. <laughs> i was so pissed off because i was thinking like maybe i should grab a couple and and from the from the from the market as well to dca and lower my help lower my average instead but i didn't and it was too little too late at that point um so then uh and then there was one other collectible do you do you recall the kang well no. well yeah oh yeah well there's the Kang collectible. Um, I, because of what happened with the Hulk, I was like, okay, what's the next Marvel character that's still in the store? So like I bought a couple from the store and then I just grabbed a bunch from, from the marketplace at floor. And then like that same day and, and, and then today as well, probably like 50% or more of the supply that was left is now gone. So like, I think there's like 1500 I don't I, I don't know. I am not going to throw out numbers or anything, but like but yeah, I think people are just really bored. <laughs> yeah. Like plain and simple, I just think people are really bored and they just want to see like how they can make the market move. Um also I think people love to gamble and play that arbitrage game because for the Hulk collectible, I mean like it's so that's that's a one rarity fa animated collectible right yes yeah so if you so if you made the right decision and i i got pretty pissed off because i missed out on it too like if you bought it so if you bought it from the store uh then it's 50 gems and after it got sold out you could have made 50 percent profit because you know the floor sh shot up to like 80 something and then 70 something if you bought from the store at like 40 something gems, then you probably made like 100% profit. That was a very good um, case study, I think for both of us too. And then the second example is the Kang collectible because I don't think he's sold out yet, right? As of today, which is June 1st. Correct, yeah. And I think he's also 50 gems. So, and the floor for the ultra rare. So there's two rarity. The floor for the ultra rare is it, it was maybe like 127 gems two days ago. Now it's around 100 gems. Uh, if you actually, roll, it's like 80 gems right now. Oh, it's 80 gems. Okay, but like if you were to roll the dice two days ago, and if you land a an ultra rare, like some folks in the in our group did, then you then you kind of double your 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 money there. Um, yeah, so I think people are bored, but at the same time, I think it's fun to to gamble and, and at the same time play that arbitrage game a little bit. Yeah, and then the same thing, like kind of circling back a couple days before all of this, the Star Wars poster drop mm. for uh, Return Return of the Jedi, right? So the 1983 film. The um, Is that the ultra rare that went up to like 200 and something 
yeah, there was like five different posters. And then one of them, the, yeah, the ultra rare, one of the ultra rare posters was a, like a, they, they changed the title of the film before right. releasing it. Right. From, instead of revenge of the Jedi, they mm-hmm. changed it to the return of the Jedi. And because of uh, that historical significance and, and the, and the rationale behind it, I think they explain it in the details mm-hmm. of the poster, or maybe you could look it up. But because of that, and because of the scarcity of it, I think there were 777 editions of it. There was a lot of discussion about it. And there's, there's, and it, it, this does make sense. You know, I'm not trying to convince anybody one way or the other because I'm very stubborn in my ways too of how I navigate, try to navigate the market because. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, like what I do does not, does not give me a great return or any return whatsoever today, right? Maybe down the, down the road, I might get a return, a nice return on some things that I may not be super uh, fond of. But anyways, right now what's winning is scarcity and, uh, Yes, scarcity and significance, meaning like, and by significance, I mean, what's really popular Mm -hmm. and has a a big following and it's, and, and you don't really have to, to sell it to anybody. Right. It's because it's it's already, there's already a big following. That, um, that Star Wars poster, what do you think about that? So let me tell you my pers- my perspective on it so the night before it dropped right maddie well two nights before the drop maddie from from our group he kept you know mentioning about the the like the blog post or the medium article that vv had for that specific poster and he was saying oh this is a pretty controversial poster it might do well right do you remember that yeah. So he, he kept saying it several times and I saw it and I was like, maybe I should go for it. Maybe I should go for the drop and even pick up one or two from the market. But at the same time, like there, I just thought there are so many Star Wars posters and artworks already on the app. So Star Wars poster artworks and I think comics too. Mm-hmm. And this is just another one of them, right? And this is not a secret rare. This is more of like, well, this is a, an ultra rare, but it is controversial. So, but I wasn't sure, you know, that controversy and the fact that is 700 and something editions, which is scarce, but not as scarce compared to the other items currently on the app, right? Because, um, there's so many of them and there are so many of them that have very low, uh, mint size. That's why I didn't go for it. But yeah, to, to this day, I'm pretty surprised at the price. And this is, this is more of a learning lesson for me. So over the past several days, I regretted not paying attention to Star Wars month. And I regretted not playing the games and not listening to some folks that, that, that I should have listened to. Um, simply because A, I forgot and B, I, I just focus on the long-term collectibles, um, and Omi rather than these, these plays. And, um, 
and I should have should have looked at these collectibles and try to not also think long term, but also try to make that short term profit. Because I feel like, and this is more of a confession, I feel like I always say that I'm constantly trying to learn, you know, from the interviews, from talking to you, from reading people's posts. But at the same time, I'm not applying much because I am afraid of taking risk because I, you know, I have all, I have most of the information needed to make the decision. It's just me making that decision and maybe deal with the consequences. So hopefully we won't lose any followers uh, for me, you know, confessing this because I, I realize that I'm not very good at flipping or making these kind of decisions and I, I need to get better at it. Um, so today with these Spider-Man comics, I went for the drop and I made a small amount of profit, but that was good. Like I felt pretty good about that. And um, I think going forward, I will experiment more. I will have to, and I will share more with you and the audience, mistakes, wins, lessons, anything. Yeah. Yeah, for, for today's comic, uh, this the Spider Gwen, the the first appearance of Spider Gwen, you know, there's there's a lot of hype because of the the movie, mm-hmm. uh, the Spider Man movie that came out maybe today or yesterday, and I knew that, I know that there's like a lot of popularity with, and with with Miles Morales, Ben Riley, Spider Gwen. Right. Spider Man 2099 and all these other versions of it, but I I just don't I I don't take the time to to read the comics or to look into these characters all that much. So I just don't I never really bought into it. I, mm-hmm. I I got some of the collectibles and then at the end of the day I got rid of them. But with this opportunity, because because of that popularity factor and the hype and the FOMO that some people are experiencing especially now because there's been there's been this trend for like the last week or so of missing out on profits oh yeah um i i went for the drop i bought three comics i got oh yeah i got a rare and two commons random mints just floor mints and um i made i i don't know maybe 30 or 40 gems total profit and with those gems I rolled them over and then I, I bought some more gems from um, today to finish up a set that out or a collection that I was working on for the past like two, two weeks, I think. Was that the, um, was that the dragon set that you were talking about? Yeah. So for anybody listening, Capcom or Vivi released the, their first, collectibles with capcom uh it's a new ip for the platform i believe that the first collectibles were street fighter ones on some other through through some other platform um not that wasn't vivi but in either case and this one was and this uh these collectibles were from monster hunter capcom's number one selling game or maybe Resident Evil was their number one game, but then maybe Monster Hunter beat it. 
I, I don't remember what the story was between them. But, but anyways, I had three out of the four collectibles from those two drops on the same day completed. And then the fourth one popped up on the market. And, you know, kind of like what we were talking about with uh, Robert in the last in our last interview, um, some people just don't want to respond to you when, when you're <laughs> trying to work out a deal. And I tried to message this person. I, I reached out to people that they knew personally to, and then people tried to reach out to him on my behalf, but the person, ref- I don't know what the story is. Um, but I will say that it was extremely frustrating and it was, and it was, uh, I was getting super upset and I sensed that there were other people in the, in the market that were trying to make moves for the same piece because they knew I needed it. And so I was feeling that, that fear of missing out and finishing this, this, this set. And so I bought the gems um, and with those gems, along with the, the small profit I made from the, the three spider Gwen comics, I went ahead and finished the, the collection of the Capcom collectibles the first ones that were released on Vivi. Was that the, so there are four of them, right? So two in its uh, set. Yeah. And what I like about them too, is that there's, there's not many additions for each. Um, I know it's still not, the edition sizes are still not ideal, but they're low enough that I thought it was um, worth pursuing. And they look amazing. They look, they look really great and with all the detail um i like you know mythology and mm-hmm. you know, the dragons are really cool <laughs> for me yeah. I, I like them and i used to i used to play some rpg games growing up and i haven't been able to in like oh my gosh maybe almost two decades i don't know i i, I maybe a decade and a half and so i felt like an affi- I already had an affinity for these kind of things. So I went for them and they look great. And I'm very happy because I don't know how many other people have complete sets. And then not to mention that it's um, a nice clean number um, for the entire set. So it was, it was worth it for me. Not, and I don't think that the premium I paid was a fair one for me to pursue, but Sometimes, you know, you just kind of have to bite the bullet to secure something and, and in, in order to do something significant, you know, and like mm-hmm. to be able to say that I have a complete set of yet another collection. Been matching uh, set too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big deal because as the market, as VB continues to um, burn the supplies, for these different collectibles, it's going to be more and more difficult to, to match up sets. Right, and, right. Yeah. And, and this was a very interesting experience because Vivi, Vivi's contract with Capcom, they were only allotted one week to sell these dragons out. Hmm. At that time, there was one out of the four that did not sell out. So there was a couple hundred that, that got burned. Right. And, of course, the pop the the demand wasn't necessarily there for that because it was like the least popular looking one. Uh, but 
again, it just made it that much more scarce. So like the ultra rare is animated for both of them. And there's 15, 1,500 editions for those. And then the secret rare editions for both of them were 720. So all seven rares for both were minted, but one of the two did not sell out. But one of the two animated ones Mm -hmm. did not sell out, which Mm. ended up burning like 400 or 500 of those editions, which is, which is good. Um, But, you know, and then my forward thinking, uh, I'm wondering if Capcom will continue to do that for all of their collectibles moving forward. Will other IPs exercise that uh, practice or um, try and do that as well? Because VU was talking, because uh, David and Dan, I believe in one AMA, were talking about how they wanted to leave items in the store. So this was, mm-hmm. so with this particular drop, it was not consistent with what they were mentioning. And I'm not holding them to their word with everything right because there there might be a couple exceptions here and there but um this would be very very interesting to see how it plays out if capcom only allows one week to sell out each one of their um collectibles or products yeah which i think might be better for vivi because if we were to have those collectibles longer in the stores I actually don't know. Well, my first thought was that, well, if they burn them all, then they won't have that direct profit from the primary sales, right? Because if you burn them all, people cannot buy them. Therefore, Capcom doesn't get paid. But at the same time, like the fact that there is an expiration date for these collectibles in the stores might encourage people to actually buy them and therefore get them to sold out so like what happened to the hulk or what's what's about to happen to the can collectible but going to back going back to your set so they're basically four collectibles that you acquired from these two sets right right yeah and the the hardest one which was the last one yeah uh, um, it will the last piece i was missing was the was the ultra rare of the the white and blue dragon? Mm-hmm. Um, was it hard for you to get the first three? The first, the first three, the two out of the first three were easy to get. I just had to, you know, pay a small, pre- like not not a big premium at, at all. The third one, uh, the owner had tweeted out that they landed it on the drop. Mm-hmm. And I messaged them and they said that they, and I, I'm, we, I made an offer and they said that they think about it. And then like, and then the following day they said, you know what, I'd like to keep it. But if I want to, if I do set, end up selling it, I'll let you know. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I started looking for replacement mints and I was, I was just like, I don't like, getting substitute mints because it's it's just not my it's not my style and uh so a couple days go by and then he messages me and says you know what um uh he he went on some like mini vacation and said uh you know what uh if you're still up for it let's do it because he 
what he was able to do with the gems is he was able to buy another one at floor and he mm. was also by able to buy a rare animated luke mm. um, um, luke skywalker collectible with the gems and then you know i'd get the third out of four pieces for my matching collection yeah so both of us were pretty happy with that let me ask you this if he didn't respond to you let's just say like he decided to keep it it sounded to me like you were gonna reach out to him again and say hey have you changed your mind like if he didn't respond to you and decided to keep it would you reach out to him in my experience it's never worked it's mm. never there's when somebody tells you that they're not going to sell it what ends up happening is it's just a waiting game and mm. at some point if they even if they even toyed with the idea of selling they and they and they spoke with you and they responded to you you know all people are really trying to do is just get the most bang for their buck uh, like a lot there's a lot of and and i'm not saying this about this this person who mm. is selling that one to me um but usually when people entertain offers it's because they do know that they want to sell it but they just want to try and make the most for for the for their pro for their items right but there's a point where you as the buyer get burned out from and, and you get jaded like mm -hmm. oh I've, I've gone through this before i know how people respond and i can kind of feel out if they're actually being serious or if they're trying to mess with me because you have people who say oh uh, i have another person who's offering me this much and they're trying to like toy with you and make you pay higher premiums right or yeah. they said you know what <clears throat> i'll i'll wait until i get a better offer that the the, the offer that i want mm -hmm. and then months will go by and what's funny is that um you know like so like to answer your question no i, I don't like to to message back people today like now i i've because i've learned my lesson so yeah, yeah. many times like i know it's just better to wait it out if they do end up selling it they'll put it on the market and then we'll see where i'm at because maybe i'm not interested anymore i guess one one good topic that we can get from the conversation about you know people who want to sell specimens and the folks like you who want to buy specimen is how should the sellers respond to you guys or approach you guys in a manner that will help both parties like to turn it into win-win um, opportunity? Let's just say that Island Mint 1962 Spider-Man, for example, FA year, mm -hmm. extremely sought after by pretty much everybody. It doesn't matter if you collect 41, if you collect some like sequence of mint or something like that everybody wants that mint how should i respond to you when you know robert or mr 41 or you know dr prophet also dm me say i want it so like if if someone has an item and are they are they messaging the buyers or are the buyers messaging them so let's just say that i i, I tweet about it on on twitter Mm -hmm. Now I'm getting offers from you guys. So I'm not reaching out to anybody. You guys reach, reach out to me. And this is my first time landing such a nice mint. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I know you guys are, are kind of credible, but at the same time, I'm getting so many offers. What should I do? It, I think it just depends on what your, 
what aligns with your values. Um, so let's just say that you offer me a thousand gems, but I think today, like on drop day, but I think if I were to wait for maybe another day or two, more people will see my post and, I'm, and I might get more offers. How should I respond to you uh, if my intention is, hey, I want to wait a little bit longer. I know that you want me to go with this offer, with your offer, 1,000 gems, but I want also to wait 48 hours to see what else I get. I think the, the common practice for those kind of scenarios uh, from after speaking with other specialman collectors or other other collectors in the community is you will likely get a timeline of like 24 hours or 48 hours to accept the offer that's on the table mm. with the understanding that when time expires, when that time is over, right, the offer is no longer on the table. And if you want to pursue the interest, interested party, the buyer, again, for that same collectible, the offer will be less. Right. Right. It's only fair mm -hmm. because it's an inconvenience for buyers to hold on to those gems when there's other opportunities in the market. Right. So if you're trying this, if you land a really cool mint and you have people asking you for it, just understand that some, some buyers will give you that deadline and that when the offer, when the time is up, you will no longer have that same offer on the table and you can expect nine times out of 10, the offer to be less the next time you follow up with that same person or people. Uh, if, and then, you know, to another layer to it is how serious of a collector are you or how serious of a buyer are you dealing with? Because some people are very aggressive flippers mm. and, will, and will pursue those nicer mints because they just want to sit on sit on those collectibles until there's a buyer and they have no timeline because they can afford to sit on those items. And then uh, the other side is you might have some serious collectors who want to buy and hold on to those items. So it's, you know, there's this, uh, there's a fine line of, do you want the, the, the gems on hand right away or would you rather see that the collectible ends up in a true collector's possession mm. and you know i've had experiences with, with both where people would not wait for me to get the gems when i was caught off guard and didn't have the money ready and then they would just sell it to the next person i myself have done that to other interested buyers who were collectors unfortunately and so like I would end up selling it to the person who had the gems first just because like I knew that I was short on gems and I needed the liquidity to make moves on a, a big drop that would be coming up. Right. So I've, I've made those kind of mistakes before. And like today I, I now understand that hey, if I'm, if I have to decide between two or three people, well, if I'm dealing with a flipper, versus a, uh, a collector, it's in my, in, in my best interest to sell to a collector because right. I'm helping the community grow. If you want the good to grow, you have to, you have to take care of the, 
the people who are really collecting out out there. So it, it boils down to what you think is right for you in the moment. Sometimes you just need the gems and you you accept the offer right away because you know another big drop is coming and you're a big fan of the IP. You know, like or if you can wait and make sure that it ends up in a true collector's possession, you're you're only helping out the community. And it's also great for Vivi because those collectors can showcase the best of the best for the for Vivi um, as people continue to get onboarded. Yeah. And the best of the best together too, which will, you know, look a lot better. Because like for for you, you collect one or two certain mints. And for some other folks too, they only go for one particular mint. So when they showcase everything together, that's gonna look a lot better too. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, it's not uh, a bad idea to make sure that if if you are a buyer or a seller, you know, give some give some acknowledgement to the to whoever you sold to, like, hey, congratulations. And mm. you, you could tweet at them and like, hey, congratulations um, to this person who who got this great mint. Um, it was a pleasure working with them. And, you know, build up some credibility too. It's kind of like uh, on what's eBay. eBay. You can leave feedback after a transaction, right? And that's, mm. a, that's another thing that Vivi could be, could be doing. Like, how was the experience of, transacting or negotiating with this other person by the end of the deal yeah that would mm -hmm. that would be, be pretty cool to to have eventually um i actually see you and some of the folks do it very often and that's uh, that's pretty refreshing to see because you know it's not it's not just like a plain and simple transaction it's more it's more than that it's like a, a connection or maybe a starting point for more business in the future because I think I saw a post today of you helping out, I think K Collection or, or Austin or somebody with yeah. uh, a mint. And you also tweeted a few days ago of somebody else help you to find your mint. If I can't rem remember exactly, but I've seen something like that from you, um, which is really cool. Yeah, it's it's, you know, spreading good vibes and, and making sure that people get some positive acknowledgement and you know there's a lot to filter through mm -hmm. and it it, it it helps it's it's a little it's a little gesture but goes a long way that is it everybody thank you so much for tuning in i hope you have enjoyed the episode today and if you have remember that gentleman agreement we will continue working until 1am just for you but in return we ask you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on the actionable and valuable insights everything vv and omen related don't forget to give us a rating and tweet at us to let us know what you think about the podcast so that we can refine the content better just for you thank you so much we hope to see you again next time peace